Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with With daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, fans. Here we go with the main event of the evening. Hello, my friends. Good evening to Happy Tuesday. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein Sports Bar with me, Andy Goldstein. Alongside me, I've not seen him since last week, which, of course, was before the Champions League final. It's the duck lover, the fun boy, whatever could his catchphrase be tonight. It's Jason Cundy. Has anyone seen Mohamed Salah? Oh, that's deep. That's deep. That's horrible. A massive show this evening begins with a blogger special. Yeah, for the first 90 minutes, we'll be joined in the studio by fans of Manchester's United and City, Leicester, Watford, Bournemouth and Southampton. It promises to be a real good 90 minutes. Stay with us. Any questions you've got, 087172 Also coming up between now and 1am, we'll have tomorrow's back pages tonight. Kevin Atchard talks European transfers. Blankety blank, fact or fiction. And we'll be getting your views on road cyclists. Love them or hate them? It's the only show on National Radio taking your calls Monday to Thursday from 10pm to 1am. It's Andy Goldstein Sports yeah, Bar. Baby. It's going to be big. It's going to yeah, be yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah. be bouncing. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another show. And welcome back, Jason Cundy. How Hello, are mate, you? I'm very well, thank you. I've got a little bit of a, a frog in my throat. I've I got some. You, yeah. I've got a little bit of cavernia, some strepsils, yeah. to get me through uh, the next three hours. I've got a little bit of a cough, okay. mate. But we, I mean, right. listen, we can't even talk Champions League. I mean, mm. we've got people. Sat- that might be how I got the old throat. Eh? We're cheering on, screaming. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's good. I mean, you've got you've got good reason to have a bad throat. Uh, we have got a blogger special tonight. We really have. It's going to be great fun. We did one of these a couple of weeks ago. It worked really well. You lot seem to love it. So Pat, our producer, thought, why don't we do it again? And we all went, yeah, why don't we? So we are. Uh, we're going to start off with Manchester's United and City. From United, it's Adam Cola. Adam, good evening to you. Good evening, lads. And uh, from uh, the other side... Uh, Nigel, <laughs> Nigel Rothband is with us as well. Nigel, how are you, sir? I'm well, Andy. Hi, Jason. Hello, Lovely Nigel. to see you both. Although, of course, Adam, it's nicer, much nicer to see. Much you. nicer to be on this side with you as well, Andy. Yes. Um, not going oh, on that it? blue oh, side okay. over there. Right, blue side. Sorry, okay. Jace. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, the two <laughs> my most recent winners of the Premier League. I didn't know whether you'd noticed. Oh, they, well, uh, we've actually won it three times. Three times in seven years, I think you'll find. Oh. Actually, but how yeah. nice that three out of the four have Champions League football next season. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And top four. If we talk top four, it's only really the three of us, not Jason. <laughs> Jason as well do one now, isn't it? We have FA Cup chat. You want? No. Okay, we'll move on. Adam, let's start with you. Okay. Uh, a disappointing season for Manchester United. It could have been less disappointing had, of course, United beaten Chelsea in the cup final. But if United would have done that, would that have papered over some cracks? How would you sum up the last 12 months at Old Trafford? I think it's hard to judge the whole season on one game, which would be the FA Cup final if you look at it like that. But obviously, lifting a trophy at the end of the season always makes things feel better. If we, we would have come bouncing out of Wembley, thinking we've finished second, we've got a cup. Jose's won everything at United apart from the Premier League and the Champions League. Next season, things have to get better, but we're moving in the right direction. But obviously, ending it without a trophy, that isn't a successful season for any Manchester United side. But when you do take that disappointment out of it and you look at it and you think from six to second, that is an improvement. But I just think from watching the games week in, week out and watching the football itself, it doesn't feel like there's much progression there. You look at the severe games um, in the Champions League, there was real disappointment there and there's some big things that need to be sorted out at Manchester United this summer not just signings you look at getting the best out of some players Jose Mourinho maybe moving some on but it's a big summer for Manchester United but the season itself I don't think I can say it's just a disappointment because we lost the FA Cup final I think finishing second is is good but when you think you finish second you normally think you've been there or thereabouts for the league and You've run the champions close, but we never really did. It was over before it got started. Uh, let me ask you about the side that Jose's got, because you look at that starting <clears> 11, whichever the 11 he puts out for a big game, and you think they're good enough to, to do some real damage in the league. But it's not really happened. There's only been a few games, even a few 45s that I can remember. The second 45 against City, the first 45 against Liverpool, the second 45 against Palace, where United played the United way. So when we're forced to go for it, if you, mm. if you think about every game there that you've mentioned, we were behind in those games. When we're forced to go for it, and to be fair at Palace, Jose Mourinho got it spot on with his changes, the way he, he, he forced our fullbacks to go further forward. But that always seems to be the way things are. We're, like, we're better when we go behind and we have to go for it. Um, I thought the same thing in the, the cup final. I thought Chelsea would have to score for us to open up and go for it. We saw it in the semi-final against Spurs. And it's just really frustrating that the players don't play that way for a full 90 minutes. They rarely do. You look at the form earlier in the season. Down to, I mean, you're both right. The players have the ability and tactically Jose can go for it when he needs to. Why? Why don't United start that way? He, he always seems to play two holding midfielders, which is a real frustration for me. Um, a lot of the time at home as well. Um, like two holding midfielders, Pogba being one of them sometimes. It hasn't got the best out of him, the players going forward. Like, whoever plays in that front three, I feel sorry for them at times because our midfield just isn't delivering. And I think if we improve our fullbacks and we improve our midfield, whoops, hopefully going forward, we will improve. But it's, it's, I don't expect Jose Mourinho to play all out attacking football and be like Pep and be like Klopp. That's not what I want. But I've seen Jose's sides play better than this. And that's what's like. Mm. Come on, Jose, show me something else. Uh, Nigel, you, of course, are a fan of the noisy neighbours and they've been very noisy this season. They've produced some of the best football I've seen in the Premier League for a, a long, long time. We knew what we were going to get with Pep and that was very exciting attacking football and a lot of people thought there's no way you can win a Premier League title by playing that kind of football. He proved the majority of people wrong. 
were you surprised at just how good City were, not just offensively but defensively as well this season? Yeah, I think we all were because if you remember last season, of course, or the, the previous season, uh, we didn't we didn't win a trophy, um, and there was huge expectations, and everybody said you know that the way Pep plays football isn't going to work. But he proved people wrong, uh, didn't win anything. But we strengthened in those areas that, that Adam was talking about, maybe that our, our, our neighbours need to. He saw we needed a, a better goalkeeper. Uh, we obviously shipped out Joe Hart. Bravo didn't work. He brought in Edison, who clearly has worked and has been absolutely superb. The other area, of course, is, is the, full, the full-backs. We had ageing full-backs in Zavaleta and Kolarov, etc. Uh, he brought in Mendy and Walker in particular. Uh, and that did make a huge difference. We got the ball moving very, very quickly, uh, and he's improved players as well. You know, mm. you think of someone like Sterling. You think of what he did with Delph as well. You know, when Mendy, who was a, a, an outstanding signing, he was fantastic when he played as uh, in the Champions League for Monaco. Uh, and when he got injured, we were looking around who's going to play at left back. And I think Delft has done the most fantastic mm. job for the, most of the season. The, so. The, there are, I was going to say there are key players that you talked about there, and also key players that have been in the City side for some time now that. I think this season, Pep will be looking to not necessarily move them on, although some have left anyway, but starting to replace them. I'm talking about through the middle, really. Company, Yaya Torre, Aguero has been linked to a move away. Do you expect big, big names coming in to replace them, or do you think he'll do what he did with a few other key areas where bringing lesser-known players that have just enjoyed so much getting into this wonderful Man City side where you look at Man United and they're looking to bring in people like Bayon already established superstars so what approach do you think Pep will take? I think if you think about it it is such a young side you think of Sane, Sterling, uh, Laporte, Mendy, Edison, Stones, Foden, Jesus that they're all they're all in their sort of you know well Foden's 17 but they're all kind of early 20s um, and I think there's probably only two areas where we need to strengthen, actually. There's that holding midfielder. Fernandinho has taken all the responsibilities in that area. Mm. Uh, Yaya's been moved on. Um, and I think that uh, if Fernandinho gets injured, you know, who's going to sort of fill that berth? And I think the other area that's been talked about is, is the striker. You know, Aguero isn't getting any younger. Scored record goal scorer for City, as you know. Uh, so I think going into another season where we're going to be fighting on all four fronts with only two recognised strikers, we probably need to strengthen that. I don't think we need very much more, I wouldn't say. The second season is always tougher, you know, to go and um, retain um, the, uh, the, the Premier League. Do you expect other sides to play differently against City this season than they did last season? I mean... There were certain games that teams really didn't offer much going forward. My side in particular, I felt we were dreadful in both, both games, home and away. But then you look at what Liverpool did. I know you need the players to do that. But do you expect managers and teams to come and approach games in a, in a, in a different manner than they did this season? Well, it's, listen, it's been an outstanding season and we've completely dominated. And it's not just the points tally we've got, it's the way we've played football as well. So I'm, I'm sure that teams will be looking at that, looking at the way we've played. But I think you've also got to recognise, I think Pep will improve as well, you know, both in the squad and the way we're going to play as well. So I think it's going to be really exciting to see. You're absolutely right, Jason. You know, not many sides have gone back and sort of won the, won the league a second time. Tough, yeah. uh, it's really difficult. Uh, but as I said before, with the young squad, with what Pep's done, the, the style of football he's played, it's been absolutely fantastic to watch. It's been a joy. It's been amazing. And, OK, don't go on. Oh, uh, and, sick. And, Adam, let me ask you. I mean, uh, Nigel makes very good points, um, the fact that City are building a very young side, which is quite frightening when you think of the longevity they may have at the club. Uh, on the sort of flip side of that, Connie, some of the big-name players that Jose has brought in are 
I wouldn't say in the twilight of their career, but certainly at the back end of it. Of course, Zlatan's a player that springs to mind. Alexis Sanchez, another one. Gareth Bale will be 29 in July. These are players that... <laughs> Has he already signed? No, no, no. But I'm just saying, he's... <laughs> the, the reason I say Bale, he's, he's a player that's been yeah. linked to, to Manchester United. Do you think that's the way forward for Jose and United? Or should he maybe look at what Pep's done at City and go for the, the younger, less established player, but with a brighter future ahead of them? I think that's a little bit unfair, because if you look at some of his other signings, Bay Pogba... Um, there have been a little bit more younger Lindelof um, as well, who I think got better as the season went on. But we still persisted with playing Smalling and Jones. Like there's some real head scratching things there. But um, in terms of those younger players and bringing in proven players, um, I think there are areas we need proven talent. That's quite obvious. Um, obviously, we've got the likes of Valencia and Young playing fullback. They were good wingers in 2010, not good fullbacks. At the end of the season, we had Valencia, Young, Smalling, Jones. We should have left that back in 2012. Like these are things that should we shouldn't be seeing at Manchester why, United. Why are they still, still there? Then? Why is that? I think some of Jose's signings. I don't know if he trusts them enough yet. What's going on with Bay? Like why? That, like these are the things that are really annoying at the moment because we have got some players there that should you should be looking at coming in to replace these players. But with Jose Mourinho again, are the younger players the ones he should be targeting? Because people keep saying as well we should get Justin Cliver or these kind of players. Mm. But Jose hasn't done enough with Rashford or Martial or anyone like that. And you look at City's side, you mentioned Sane, Sterling. Can you imagine if Martial, Rashford, Pug, like, were in that side? or mm. they, they would be flourishing like that. And that's the frustrating thing for me because we have got the players to be doing well. And I think we have to stop chasing these big names all the time like we are and get players that are going to do a job in the positions we need because... I know Ed, Ed Woodward loves a, a big signing and Gareth Bale's probably his wet dream at the moment, but we need to be targeting players that do the job we need at the moment. Let me ask you a horrible question. If at the beginning of the season, <clears throat> Jose would have been in charge of City and Pep would have been in charge of United with the same squads they've got now, who would have won the league? It's hard to say because you look at United and you look at the level of investment. I remember Fergie. I know that sounds weird when you've spent so, as much money as we have since Fergie left, but when, when we were selling Ronaldo... We were bringing in Obertan and Owen and Valencia. And the Glazers have taken an awful lot of investment out of the club. Only after Fergie have they started investing massive amounts under three different managers, three different visions. And I think there's a whole mess there at the moment. Um, so I think he would have needed to sign. If you look at him, he, he got to sign a goalkeeper, sell him, buy a new goalkeeper. Would he have been able to do that here? Jose wanted fullbacks in January. He never got them. Mm. So I think United do spend big money, but we're different in the way we spend it. Calvin Harris night on the sports bar. Should be good. Josh, uh, who pressed all the button, actually said earlier on in the office, in the meeting, I could do what he does. In, in very much a David Brent style, I could do what he does. But I choose to work the, uh, the late shift on the sports bar <laughs> and, and we salute you for that Josh for not going out and becoming a multi-millionaire uh, we've got bloggers in the studio Adam McCullough is the presenter uh, for the full-time Devils and Nigel Rothband is also with us uh, he's the presenter of, <laughs> I'm being cruel of the Man City Show podcast um, Jason's got a question for both of you that oh. he touched on yeah, during the break I mean I'll ask it both of you I'll ask you first Nigel Jose next season is massive for him he's, seen, he's left Chelsea seen Conte win the title he's gone to Manchester United Pep rocks up, wins the title. Liverpool next season, I expect to be closer. <laughs> it, you know, this season now, if he doesn't win the title 
and he's seen three of his rivals, or certainly two of them, go and win it. What next for him? How, can, he, can he be there a fourth season? I don't, I don't think he can, being very honest about him, being very direct. I mean, Mourinho's best days are behind him, I think, frankly. Um, he's won the, tri- uh, won the trifle. <laughs> won, won the title. <laughs> we wish. Uh, uh, exactly. He's, he's won the title. He's won trophies. But I think <clears throat> uh, looking at who's coming on stream now and looking at the way Pep has put that team together and the, the brand of football that Pep plays and, and Klopp equally, you know, got, him, got themselves the Champions League final. People say they are improving Liverpool. There were still a long way behind both City and, 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 and the other lot from, from just outside Manchester um, so it, it, it's Mourinho in, in my view is, is, is past his sell by day I, I, don't, I can't see him winning another Premier League title Adam, and, and I, if I can just go on to say on, mate, I, I'd I, rather I, you didn't I, I, I believe <laughs> and I think strongly I don't think he's necessarily going to last the season there either no, I, I, I predict if they're outside of the title race by Christmas it wouldn't surprise me if he goes United won't sack him before the end of the season unless we're like far out of the top four. Yeah. United work on that whole. Yeah, if I we qualify I, for the Champions just knowing League, knowing Jose as I do, I'm not so sure. I think Jose will make life. I think we Jose's, won't sack him during the season if he's think, at, if, if he's inside the top four. I think his head will if wobble. It, but, there's, it, but there's no guarantee Adam is going yeah, to be in the I top think, four. I That's think, the point. I think yeah, that, Adam, if by Christmas time United are fourth and 15 points off first place City, uh, I think his head will wobble. I think I think you'll see a different Jose. No, I'm not saying he shouldn't be in that position of potentially having his job questioned if we're that horrible scenario you just mm. suggested. But I'm saying Manchester United as a club will not sack him if we've got Champions League. I just can't... Like, if you remember Van Hall, we won the FA Cup, but we were outside the top four, he got sacked. And I, I think with Moyes, they waited until it was impossible. Until I, I don't think they would sack him during the season. But um, I don't think... Uh, you mentioned Liverpool winning the league. Uh, that's what I was laughing. That's, no, they're above, 25. No, no, finishing above Man United. Not okay. winning the title, finishing above them. That's, that's possible. But I still think over the course of a season, even if what you're saying, Jules, is a broken flush or whatever, um, possible, possible he might not win the league again. I'm not. After after 2012, I was kind of one of these cocky guys. I thought, yeah, we'll win the league again. And slowly, surely that's gone out of me. So, um, yeah, I think Jose will finish above Liverpool. I think no. I don't think he's that bad. I still think he can get the points. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, look at our form against the bigger sides this season. I think it was, it was a complete flip form. from last season. The results were good. Form wasn't. Mm. In some of the games, it was all right. No, I remember against Chelsea at home, for example. We, we, were, we absolutely battered you for about an hour. Hmm. Well, we did. We absolutely did. Chelsea Spurs were, in the cup. Chelsea, Chelsea should have won that game. Chelsea should have won that game. 19, no, 19, no, 19 no, points no, behind City no, at the end of the season. Okay. Yeah, but you say Liverpool you. finished. They're 25 points off. Nigel, let me ask you the question. I mean, you're talking about managers and what they need to do to keep their job. It's a slightly different question because there's no chance of Pep getting fired at all from Man City. But he has an open checkbook. He's just won the Premier League at his second attempt. He didn't do that well in the Champions League, or as well as you'd expect with a manager of his pedigree and the money he's spending. That's obviously the next target for City and Pep Guardiola. Has he got an allotted time to win that? Uh, I'm sure they will have discussed that because there's no question in terms of the project, as they call it, I hate the word, but the project, that clearly the Champions League is the, the holy grail. And at some point, Manchester City will, will, will win the Champions League. Um, it was why, a, why do you it, say that? Because that's, I mean, that's so not guaranteed. Well, it isn't because it's a cup competition. And of course, it's much more difficult, isn't it? I mean, um, if you, the only reason I say that, look at the amount of years that Arsenal had Champions League football, still never won it. Yeah. I'm not comparing Arsenal to it, but no one has a God-given right they, to they win that competition. And, and to be, of course, City don't have a God-given right, but if you think of all the things that are happening, we have got, clearly, 
if not the best manager, certainly one of the best yep. managed on the planet. Yep. We are building a young, amazing squad. You see the way we've played our football in the Premier League. You know, we are building. We are building. A dynasty here. There's I no think question. I think Chelsea fans would have said the same, and it took them a while to get the, the yeah. Champions League. Um, and I think Pep Guardiola has shown he may move on quite. It's not guaranteed that they will win it, and I think it could become a little bit of an obsession for City next season. You never know; could possibly take their eye off the ball a little bit in the league. People defending a title has been. I th- I remember 2005 when Roman Abramovich came in at Chelsea, and United had the Glazers and all that stuff, and we kind of thought we'd never win the league again, and. I think gaps close quicker than you think. It's easy to feel that really down, but a few signings and a decent run of form at the start of the season and things change around very quickly in football. Last I think, season, I think it'll be some City fans wanted Pep yeah. out. Yeah, I think, I think it'll be tighter this season. I think that, that City won't be allowed to do what they did this season. I think that other teams will, will react to that. And it's up to other teams to react. It's but, not City's fault they've, sure. they've done so well. Going back, to, else going back to Andy's question about the, about the Champions League, um, nobody has a God-given right. You're absolutely right. I think we've got the blocks in place to be able to deliver that at some point. And if it doesn't happen this year, will it build pressure? I don't think it will. Cause I think he's got the trust of, of, of the owners. I think he's got the trust of the fans, clearly the players as well. Um, and, you know, so what happens if it's the year after the year after that? But in the next three or four years, mm. you'd like to think we're going to win the Champions League. Let me ask you earlier on, you mentioned Phil Fodden, one of the youngsters. Uh, I'm a huge fan of, of his. From what I've seen when he's playing... Um, for, for England as, as you know the kids and from what I've seen on the few appearances in fact I saw him I think it was Miami when United played City mm. pre-season yeah. around about this time yeah. he was I think <clears> the best player on the pitch I know it was a friendly but it was still outstanding is he and other youngsters in City are they going to get their chance this season do you think? You'd like to think so wouldn't you certainly um, they both him and Diaz both played their five mm. games for City, so they both got their, their their medals, of course, which is the threshold you need to buy. You'd like to think so, but but you know we want to win the Premier League, we want to win the Champions League, and and it's a tough old world. We have already. He's, he's, he's seventeen years of age. You know, he's, he's a young lad. Uh, he's, he's won a World Cup medal. He's won a Golden Boot. He's won a Young Personality of the Year, and he's won a Premier League and a Carabao Cup. He's seventeen years of age and might, won five might, he go, might he have to go out on loan? <sighs> He might. I, ho- I genuinely hope not. I hope there is a place for him because he's a Stockport lad, born and bred local lad. Mm. It would be fantastic to see him come mm. through and, and stay. But there's no guarantee. No, of course not. No. We've already seen with Pep, like pick six players on a bench once. Like he he loves to sign players that are ready made to ready go. I know some players have improved under him, especially some younger players. But he's already shown that he's not gonna you know try and blood these guys that much. I wouldn't be surprised to see Fold and go elsewhere. Seen it with Ian Acho. Comparisons with Rashford, what happened with Ian Nacho? I don't think Pep's perfect in that sense. He may have to um, go out and loan. I don't think that'd be the worst thing for the lad. No. You know, he, he's, he's obviously. By the way, did you see his birthday cake today? Have you seen it? Podden's birthday cake. Yeah. No, I haven't seen it. Check it out, please. It's, it's so bad. What is it? It's got like a Gucci belt and money all over it. <laughs> it's just, just check it out. Has to be seen. I'll have a look at that. Okay. That's what I want for my next birthday. <laughs> uh, listen, just quickly, because uh, yeah, our time with you guys is nearly up. Uh, Adam, I'll start with you. Uh, what do you not hope to see? Because obviously the answer would be Premier League title. But what needs to change if United are going to push for it next season? I think <clears throat> our attack, we need to get the best out of our attacking players. At the moment, we're getting the best out of players that you can imagine in their heads. They just feel lucky to be at Manchester United. The likes of Ashley Young, Smalling Jones, Fellaini, they, yeah, they're they're all playing great. But the players that we really need to be relying on to push United to success and 
things like that, then they don't look happy in the football. And I think we need to get the best out of them. There's responsibility on those players as well to deliver consistently. But I think in this summer, with one or two signings, and I don't think we definitely need a couple of marquee signings. I think key areas, fullback, central midfield. Improve there. The likes of Alexis got a full preseason rested up. I think we'll see more from him next season. And I think just really work on our style of play. I'm not it's saying come from Josie. You know, it, it has to, it's but I come think from him. That's we have to find a way. Our style at the moment is give it to the fullbacks. Yeah. They look clueless. Yeah. Cut back, and then it's recycle. And it's yeah. sometimes it reminds me of Van Hall. And I think we really that's the difference um, for the. I think for feeling as a fan when we go to the game, and also closing that gap because we've got to learn to beat yeah. teams. So many times teams come to Old Trafford, and you feel like yes, our record has been better there but we should be scoring more goals against some of these guys. Stop playing two older midfielders at home <laughs> against West Brom. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's pointless. Uh, and Nigel, um, for City, is it all focused on Europe next season? No. Defending the title? No, three things for me, if you like. One, all 17 of our players come back from the World Cup fit and well. Two, we continue to play the style of football that gets people off their seats and gets people excited. And thirdly, we continue to win trophies. Is this the greatest time ever for City fans? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm old enough to remember the late 60s and the early 70s, the Belly and Summerbees, and that's what I grew up on. Um, and if they... you're going to be remembered as one of these sides, you have to retain the Premier League. Yeah. That, that, is the, well, that is the next step. You, you mean as a Premier to, League great? To, yeah, yeah. yeah so, so, it's, so Jason, you've got to win back-to-back Premier League. Second place were 19 points behind. There's a goal difference of plus 79. The most goals scored, 106. Yeah. Oh, Are we not being remembered? Are we not, well, no, no, it's no, a no, fact. We're record-breakers. But for them to fail next season would tarnish that because I think you then have to say, OK, this is what we've done this season. Because the, the following season is much harder. I think you've got to win back-to-back Premier Leagues. And that would be fantastic. When was the last time someone would. went back-to-back? It's been a while. United and Chelsea have done it. Yeah. You've done it, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. United, United I've done never it won three in a row, though. No, United have. No. Yeah. yeah, of course. We'll see have. you in, uh, well, I don't want to say well, two that's years. Got to be, that's... that's got to be the challenge for Pep. Winning three in a row. You know, going ma- matching what United have done or trying to do it, isn't it? That, that's oh, got to be, be very nice. Thank and, you very much. And at least Sorry. three Champions Leagues. And don't come back till you've done it. I hope I never see you again. The feeling's mutual. Thank you so much. You've been brilliant. Cheers, guys. Great way to start the show. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.